Tesla and the FBI. Now, what the heck does Tesla have to do with the federal government and the FBI? First off, let me make something very clear. I'm not talking about Tesla, the company, Elon Musk. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Nikola Tesla. Now, yes, you could say that this is a bit of a, an old story or it's something that people probably don't want to hear about. But when the FBI has released classified documents, and they've released them very recently, when they've released classified documents pertaining to Nikola Tesla and the things that they say within these actual documents right from the FBI website are right in front of you. They're right in front of us. Like, we don't need to interpret them a certain way. We don't need to look into things a certain way. Not even close. When those things are made public to the world and nobody says anything or nobody notices anything, it really makes you think, why doesn't the mainstream media cover these kinds of things? Why isn't it being talked about in, in any type of forum on the internet or at least somewhere where there's some type of substantiated platform? Ultimately, I think the reason why is because one of two things, nobody cares. And again, people are more concerned over more prominent and important things, which I can understand. But at the same time, we also have to understand that this is how, in a lot of ways, institutions, organizations, and ultimately different factions of the government operate. So Tesla's scientific creations were considered anywhere from 300 to a thousand years ahead of his time. And so all of his creations in his later years were subsequently classified as top secret by the FBI. Now, I'm going to put the link in the description if you're watching on YouTube of the Nikola Tesla declassified FBI documents that just became declassified fairly recently, as I understand it. And it's titled Nikola Tesla Part 3 of 3 because there's three parts, three different packages, if you will, to the documents. And the third of the three declassified FBI reports about Tesla contains 64 pages of it. Uh, with certain portions blotted out in black ink entirely. But here's the thing. One actual paragraph, and I kid you not, this is on the FBI website. You can look this up. I mean, you can even click, click the link in the description below. Actually says, the, sp the space people, and I quote, visited the Tesla engineers many times. And... They did so in a remote mountain province in 1856 in what is now Yugoslavia. And so here's the thing. There are many different ways we can interpret the words space people. But if this is true, it implies that the United States has had close contact with extraterrestrials, so to speak. The question then remains, why did Tesla even agree to any of this. Now, it's very simple. Being a scientist and an engineer and what have you, you want to be able to advance uh, your, your knowledge and, and expand as much as you can for the rest of the world, which makes perfect sense. But what I find very interesting is that the FBI, which I'm sure was given clearance from someone higher up or an, uh, an organization higher up, probably like by the Pentagon or the CIA or something like that, they were given jurisdiction or, or, or permission, if you want to call it, to have these documents declassified. Now, I'm not just going to be talking about the declassified documents, but 
I'm going to be talking about some of the projects that have been touched upon within these documents that have then coincidentally been blurred out and redacted in certain parts that make me question a lot of what uh, what he was working on. I mean, look, we all know that Tesla wanted to make ener- electricity and energy, uh, wireless energy, completely free. And then, you know, the, the Rothschilds and, and the, the global elites, if you want to just generalize it, I, I'm careful with that word, but I use it anyways. The... Um, the, the, the elites of the world said, no, there's a way we can make money off of this. And keep in mind, this is in the late 1800s, early 1900s, so to speak, right? And now, yes, Tesla did patent a, a slew of inventions that only recently certain patents are coming out and all that. But at the rate in which he was patenting things, Tesla would have been averaging over 20 inventions every single year, Right? In other words, he created never-before-seen inventions every 20 days, 20, 30 days if you do the math, right? And so, which is like one to two times per month, which is insane. And he also spoke about making wireless boats and wireless communication telephones 70 to 80 years prior to cell phones even being a thing. Forget smartphones, but just cell phones in, in and of itself. So... In addition to his inventions... Tesla made multiple predictions with many of these predictions actually coming true. So in 1926, like I just mentioned, he predicted the smartphone, which was a powerful device that easily fits into your pocket. And mind you, these are all patents you can look up. He believed that if human beings could perfect the use of radial technology, the entire earth would essentially be interconnected. No, no matter how far apart people are, they can instantly contact, see, and hear one another. And so... To be exact, actually, while the first smartphone came out in, while the first wireless phone came out in 1993, Tesla knew its existence 74 years in advance. So, look, we all know that this probably goes to the highest levels of government, particularly back in the day when presidents were receiving the most classified information. Not so much nowadays because the presidency seems to be a little bit more of a placeholder seat, but ultimately... At the time, they knew what was going on, and they knew what Tesla was up to. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, or I'm not trying to connotate that in a negative way. But they, they knew what was happening, and I'm sure they, uh, a lot of the top classified projects were probably, in fact, based off of what Tesla was doing. So, look, when Tesla died, he was found dead in January 1943 in his hotel room in New York City. And um, representatives of the U.S. government's Office of Alien Property, as it's been officially described, seized many documents relating to his work. And he was 86. I mean, for someone to pass away at the age of 86, especially back in those days, that, that's pretty darn good. And so when he did pass, though, it was the height of World War II. And Tesla, at the time, had claimed to have invented a powerful particle beam weapon known as the death ray that could have proved invaluable in the ongoing conflict. So rather than risk Tesla's technology falling into the hands of America's enemies, the government essentially swooped in and took possession of all property and documents from his, uh, from his room at the, the New Yorker hotel where he passed away. Now, what happened to Tesla's files from there? as well as what exactly was in those files, 
remains shrouded in mystery, and it's still said that even after these um, declassified FBI documents, it's very possible that aside from redactions, there were documents that may have been deemed to be too sensitive or strictly made for a need-to-know sort of purpose, and so there wasn't even a thought or a shred of thought of it being, excuse me, of it being released to the public, because mind you, Yes, the documents that the FBI has declassified are, in fact, very, very enormous in size. But relative to what Tesla had invented and was thinking and brainstorming on and working on, it's probably nothing compared to what he, his actual, uh, compared to the volume of the rest of his work. So, three weeks after Tesla's death, an electrical engineer from MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, was tasked with evaluating his papers to determine whether they contained any ideas of significant value. And so, according to some of these declassified files, believe it or not, just to bring this up, Dr. John G. Trump reported that his analysis showed Tesla's efforts to be primarily of a speculative, philosophical, and promotional character, and said that the papers did not include new sound, workable principles, or methods for realizing such results. With that being said, I'm not trying to make a conspiracy out of every little thing that proves Tesla wrong or shows that he wasn't as advanced as many think in certain areas of his work. But with that being said, it's very possible that this could have been, I'm not convinced in particular, but it, it, it is possible that it could have been a sort of psyop, if that makes any sense. Now, again, I want to reiterate, I use the words possible and plausible very differently. Possible meaning that it, obviously I wouldn't rule it out. Plausible meaning it's more likely it could have happened, right? Now, again, I said the name Dr. John G. Trump, which is President Trump's father's brother, so President Trump's uncle, right? Which might sound a little bit, uh, a little bit familiar. And so then there's the next thing, the most important thing probably, the missing files. So when Tesla died, his estate was going to go to his nephew, whose, ne whose name was Sava Kosinovic, or Kosinovic, who at the time was the Yugoslav ambassador to the U.S., thanks to, uh, thanks to his connection with Nikola Tesla himself. Now, according to the recently declassified documents, some in the FBI actually feared Kosinovich was trying to wrest control of Tesla's technology in order to make such information available to the enemy, and the FBI even considered arresting him to prevent this. Now, whether or not that's completely true, I'm not sure. So, in 1952, though, after a U.S. court declared Kosinovich the rightful heir, to his uncle's estate. Tesla's files and other materials were then sent to Belgrade in Serbia, where they now reside in the Nikola, uh, Nikola Tesla Museum. But while the FBI originally recorded some 80 trunks among Tesla's effects, only 60 arrived in Belgrade. So it, it's one of two things is possible. Either they packed the 60 trunks into, or sorry, they packed the 80 trunks into 60, or there's some type of cover-up, or they took files that they felt was absolutely necessary. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to go down a quick list of certain things that uh, Tesla supposedly invented, or at the very least had patents on and had paperwork on and 
legitimate scientific and engineering work on that the government did take and seized and handed only to the highest levels of top classified experimentation, right? So this list is very interesting. And I just want to make it very clear, despite John G. Trump, so Donald Trump's uncle, despite his dismissive assessment of Tesla's ideas immediately after his death, the military did in fact take over those certain files and ideas and ideology. So now again, it's either one of two things. The military thought he was onto something or Donald G. Trump, like I said earlier, may have been part of a sort of psyop where he was kind of told to say, listen, lay off of this and sort of dismiss some of his work, right? Certainly very possible. So here's the thing. Ultimately, we don't know every single thing that Tesla was working on, but we do know a few things that have leaked and thanks to some whistleblowers over the years have been able to be brought to public attention. The first one was an earthquake machine. So in 1893, Tesla patented a steam-powered mechanical oscillator that would vibrate up and down at high speeds to generate electricity. And so years after patenting this particular invention, he told reporters that one day while attempting to tune his mechanical oscillator to the vibration of the building housing his uh, New York City lab, he did in fact cause the ground to shake. Now, during the test, Tesla continuously turned up the power and heard cracking sounds. Suddenly, he recalled, all the heavy machinery in the place was flying around. And so what he did to stop this was he literally took a hammer and started smashing the machine that was causing this. And so he had noted in his notes, and also stated, and I quote, the building would have been down about our ears in another few minutes. Right? And you can look at police files and ambulance records and, and medical records because police and ambulance arrived on the scene to attend to the commotion. But Tesla told his assistants to remain quiet and tell the police that it must have just been an earthquake. Right. And you can see if you look up the police reports and all that of them stating they arrived at his laboratory and realized that nothing, there was nothing to really attend to once they got there. So that's the first one. The next one is something called a thought camera. So... Tesla believed, and I, I really do think he was onto something here. He believed it could be possible to photograph thoughts. So the inspiration came with, while he was doing experiments in 1893. He told a newspaper reporter decades later, and I quote, I became convinced that a definite image formed in thought must, by reflex action, produce a corresponding image on the retina, which might possibly be read by suitable apparatus. Right? And so... Tesla conceived of reflecting an image on an artificial retina, taking a photograph and projecting the image on a screen. Now, folks, listen, this is something that we are trying to do to this very day. Now, could it have been a, a stem or a motivational thought from Tesla? It very well could be. I mean, I'm sure there's others by this point in time that would have thought of it, but this is a, a man who almost w was literally at this point in time... A, I would say at the very least 100 years ahead of his time, right? And so he, he reflected on the screen as they are formed and sort of said that, and I quote, in this way, every thought of the individual could be read. Our minds would then sort of be like an open book. This sort of seems like something that Elon Musk is doing with Neuralink. It sort of does. I mean, if you watch movies like Elysium or certain things like that, or even, I don't know, for example, 
this little bit of a, a VR thing instead of AI or, or what have you. But if you watch movies like uh, Ready Player One, or even if you watch the show on Netflix, Altered Carbon, or even Blade Runner 2049, these are all things that seem to be, at least at the very lowest of levels, preparing us as a people subconsciously. Because again, things that are prepared in the movies are then 20, 30, 40 years down the road, coincidentally invented and released, right? I mean, you have to think, where do these writers get their motivation from, right? Ultimately, there's got to be someone in there, and I'm not saying this is conspiratorial, I'm just saying there has to be someone in there feeding them information on, on the down low, if you want to call it, saying, not even revealing the plan, saying, listen, you have to, feeding someone to the studio execs who then say, look, we want a movie on this and we want a movie on this and we don't care what it's like as long as so-and-so and this particular type of technology is in that movie. And so I certainly wouldn't put it past the uh, certain government agencies to be influencing and in doing this. And if, uh, I don't mean to go on a, uh, off on a tangent here, but if you watch the documentary Unacknowledged, you'll find that which is a very recent one, I think it came out two or three years ago, you'll find that within these documentaries, or this documentary, it's been said that former whistleblowers have come out and former CIA agents have come out and said, we have CIA operatives inserted in all of them in Hollywood and in all of the major media corporations and institutions that the majority of the American people and people in the West, for that fact, watch. All right, so without uh, expanding too much, on that particular subject, let me, uh, let me go on. So the next one is wireless energy. Now, let me make this very clear. Wireless energy is not by any means anything top secret. Not anymore. But in 1901, again, this is over 100 years ago, Tesla secured 150 grand from uh, his, one of his financiers, J.P. Morgan, to build a 185-foot-tall mushroom-shaped tower on the north shore of Long Island capable of transmitting messages, images, and uh, telephone sort of vocal audio frequency waves, waves. And he wanted to adapt it to allow for wireless power delivery, believing from his experiments on radio and microwaves that he could essentially light up New York City, as he called it, by transmitting millions of volts of electricity through the air. Morgan, however, refused to give Tesla any additional funding for his grandiose scheme. And so some speculate that J.P. Morgan cut off funds once he realized that Tesla's plan would have crippled his other energy sector holdings and things like that. It's certainly very possible. And Tesla then, in 1906 abandoned the project before it could ever become operational, right? Which is very interesting. It makes you think, was it taken over, right? Was it then adapted in other ways much later in, in life so that people could then profit and make money off of it instead of it being completely and entirely free, right? And so the next one is interesting. And this one it goes with a certain proposal that I have that I find to be very unique because this one is the artificial tidal wave. And so Tesla believed the power of science could be harnessed to prevent war. So in 1907, the New York World reported on another of Tesla's military innovations where wireless tele telegraphy, or yeah, telegraphy, would trigger the detonations of high explosives at sea to generate tidal waves so vast that they would capsize entire enemy fleets. And so the newspaper 
reported that the artificial tidal wave would make navies as useless as the paper boats that babies float on in bubble baths. And I quote, and foreshadowing later claims about the development of nuclear weapons. And so, look, I think honestly, I, I, I don't like to believe that there's this all all-encompassing sort of government control, if you want to call it. But I think that there, I'm really on the ropes when it comes to some of the things that have been declassified and particularly some of the so-called leaks. Because these so-called leaks could have certainly been done purposely in order to have people not continue paying attention to, you know, to things that, what did the government take from Nikola Tesla and, and so on and so forth because they don't want people looking into the real powerful things they've come up with in today's day and age and have used based on Tesla's inventions. The next one is the electric-powered supersonic airship. Now, this is interesting because in, in a 1919 issue, in a July issue of Reconstruction Magazine, Tesla discussed his work on developing a supersonic aircraft that would travel eight miles above the surface of the earth and generate speeds allowing passengers to travel between New York City and London, England within three hours or less. And his, the whole aircraft would be, would be powered by electricity transmitted wireless, wirelessly from power plants on the ground and you know eliminating the need for aircrafts to carry fuel and what have you. And he essentially said, and I quote, the power supply is virtually unlimited as any number of power plants can be operated together, supplying energy to airships just as trains running on tracks are now supplied with electrical energy through rails or wires. And Tesla said this in 1919. So to be exact, this is 101 years ago he said this. Now, as to whether or not he would have been able to do it, we don't know. It's very possible that, look... I believe, particularly in the height of the First World War, but more so in the Second World War, the military was working on things not only to defeat the Nazi party, but to also use the war, and I say this carefully, but use the war as an advantage to make substantial progress militarily and technologically. And so I think that ultimately... they used and were making every single thing they could possible, whether it was from a patent of, of Tesla's, whether it was from actual work and potential information and engineering he had, whether it was from tests that he had already conducted, whether it was from concepts or models, whatever it was, I think it was being worked on. So ultimately, for me to think that Tesla had this idea, especially when it's been recorded and documented in July of 1919 in a... Uh, at the time, reputable, reputable magazine, I really wouldn't rule it out. The last one is the death beam. Now, this one is very interesting because Tesla's inventions, and this was, this was on his 78th birthday, by the way, his inventions got so advanced in a certain point, and Look, I'm, I'm saying his inventions very carefully because I don't want to say that he had made these devices and then suddenly they disappeared off the face of the earth or they were seized. I'm not saying that entirely. 
But I th- like I said earlier, I think his work was largely seized. But anyways, he told the New York Times on his 70th birthday that he had come up with what he called his most important invention, one that would cause, and I quote, armies of millions to drop dead in their tracks. The invention was a military weapon that would accelerate mercury particles at 48 times the speed of sound Excuse me. inside a vacuum chamber and shoot a high-velocity beam through the free air of such tremendous energy that it will bring down a fleet of 10,000 enemy airplanes at a distance of 250 miles. And so the press at the time dubbed it the death beam, but Tesla called it a peace beam that would foil attacks by airplanes and invading armies and save lives by sort of acting like an invisible Chinese wall, only a million times more impenetrable. And so Tesla offered his particle beam weapon to numerous governments, including the United States, but the only country to show interest was the Soviet Union, which conducted a partial test of it in 1939. And since that test was conducted, it was all classified from there. So ultimately, it's, it's hard to say. It's very hard to say. It's known that he had been affiliated with Russian researchers. Why the United States would turn this device down, I don't know. Maybe they were working on it in secret with him already, but that's that would be a little bit contradictory of what what actions were taken at the time. But it's very certain that the U.S. government has, in some or the military, in some ways, created a weapon very similar to this, if not substantially more powerful, especially given the time and era that we're living in now with such advancements. And this is what I think. When there's such advancements on the public front, you know that on the back end, there's, there are things that we probably can't even at least currently comprehend or maybe comprehend to the very slightest degree, right? And so ultimately... It's very, very plausible that Tesla may have, in fact, left us with a sort of a key to free energy, if you want to call it. But at the end of the day, we need to understand that whether or not there was a conspiracy behind the seizure of Nikola Tesla's work... I'm not so sure. Some people say he was poisoned and killed, but listen, at the end of the day, I I would not like to believe that for the simple fact that he was already in his early to mid-80s when he passed, and and unless he was working with the Russians or something that they didn't like, then I I don't see any other reason why the U.S. government would want to have him killed. And... uh, I mean, it certainly could be a possibility, but I I haven't read any evidence to substantiate it. Regardless, though, there seems to to have been a lot of talk about Nikola Tesla lately, and so I think that it's important we understand the innovations that he brought us, and I think he's been largely underestimated by people, and I think a lot of people still don't even know who he is. But I didn't want to bring bring about this relation with aliens the entire episode, but I did want to cover that quickly, which is that within these declassified FBI files, which I'll link below, like I said a couple times earlier, w- did he have anything to do with extraterrestrials? Did he have anything to do with aliens and, and things like that? We'll never know. Ultimately, we'll never know. And as 
to this day, aside from these particular files, which are still redacted, by the way, there don't seem to have been that many whistleblowers, or any whistleblowers for that matter, that have come out and said, listen, Nikola Tesla was working with a classified military operation and working with extraterrestrials and off-world beings. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know if I help to bring all the pieces of the puzzle together for you to formulate your own opinion. And we will catch you next time. Thank you.